What is up? It is Jordan, and I am excited about today's show. We got one of the drivers himself from the Freedom Convoy as a guest on our show today and gives us an update of what is happening in Canada and what it means for around the world. Before we get to the show, don't forget, please leave a review and also share the podcast, share the Instagram live show. We would really appreciate it. We got a good show, but let's get to it. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today of the Speak to the Bow for Your podcast, we are coming at you from Virginia and Canada and Florida. A lot of power, a lot of goals, and a lot of vision. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was sounded, not expecting that. It sound, sounded right, though, right? That sounded amazing. I only need, like, my auction signs, you know? Give me 10, give me 10, can't. Anyways, I'm not trying to do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Not going to try. Uh, what's good, family? Welcome back. Another episode of Speak Truth Without Fear. We got a good show prep for you guys today because we got a guest that is in here that you're going to meet here in a couple minutes mr jeremy you might you may you may have seen him online um well i won't i won't spoil the surprise yeah but you've probably seen him online fussing about canadian horse shit uh (laughs) sorry to go right into the s-bomb right off the back but uh but anyway he's uh i i follow him just for that because he always seems like he's hot and bothered and who doesn't like people that are a little bit angry? I mean, they literally made a whole show called Becker for the point of a guy just being mad. And I watched like all of it because it was so funny. Um, but anyway, go ahead, yeah, Jordan. No, no, yeah. So, yeah, Jeremy's going to be on. He's going to be talking. He's been on the ground in Ottawa since the beginning. He drove his truck and followed the convoy the entire way. So we're going to get some juicy details and updates of what's going on and what it means for the rest of the world uh, Ross, there's a nice mark on your <laughs> in my forehead, bro. I look long story. Okay, if you can't, if you're listening to the podcast, there's a and you're not you're not watching this on Rumble. There's a big mark right here. What happened, bro? I fell, dude. I I was like, it was 4 a.m. I was like in a frantic pain in my stomach for uh, I think I think it, I thought it was appendicitis. I was like, I'm pretty sure my appendix is about oh, to that's burst. That's not good. So I walked into the bathroom about to throw up because of how bad it hurt, and I smoked my foot on something, bro, and it was like the whole room got dizzy because oh, I was just in a daze, and I, I went down like a tower and hit my head on the bathtub, dog. Oh, my god! My wife's like, oh, my God. You know, like it was like a whole-blown terrible thing. Then I get to the hospital, and they're just, I mean, they treated me like, like trash, dude. It was so annoying. First, they thought I was drunk, and that's why it happened, so they didn't care about me, and I was like, I'm not drunk, you idiots. I swapped I, – I, I smashed my head on something. I was literally <laughs> bleeding. I left the hospital bleeding. That's how crappy they were. I left the hospital at the end of everything still bleeding. They didn't even touch me. They didn't physically touch me one time. Anyway. Wow. Anyway, so you, yeah, that's well, that explains that. But they yeah. were they were checking on my vaccine status though. That's for sure. They wanted yeah, to know I that. They wouldn't. I bet you they would not have treated you if you were. Oh wait, you're not vaccinated. Maybe that's why they didn't treat you and they didn't want to take care of you. I mean, imagine if you need a heart transplant. You know, we've seen those, those that story, yeah, that headline. that guy. Good Lord. Golly. Um, if you don't think that's right. evil, everybody, I don't know what to tell you. The day that somebody says, because of your own private personal decisions, we will deny you a life-saving heart, yeah. 
That means you are willing for people to die if they don't comply with this new bullshit that you just decided to be this emotionally supportive of in the last two years. You know why I know it's only been in the last two years? Because it's only been around for two damn years. It's It's like a girl gets a boyfriend. And then she starts shitting on everybody in her family and just starts being like, no, you're an asshole. You're, you know, just destroying all of her familial relationships. And her whole family can clearly see this is a toxic relationship that's taking over her life, but she can't see it. It's like the day that you're advocating and cheering on the death of people that didn't comply to the government, who you were griping about while Trump was the president for four years is the day where you have to go, all right, maybe I'm a little brainwashed. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and, and the division just shows that. What we've seen over the last two years, families not meeting together because of it. I mean, I mean, people really wishing people would die because of their medical vaccine status. It is, it is a crazy time to live. Um, but the dam's cracking. I think the narrative is shifting. It's changing. People are getting louder. Uh, the fringe majority is getting bigger. Uh, so it's, it's we're gonna have a good combo today. But before we before we bring Jason on, I mean I'm Jeremy on. I'm sorry, J- uh, Jeremy. Before we bring Jeremy on, Ross, I just did an Instagram reel about this like right before we hopped on, and I'm reading in a headline, and I literally I thought this was the Babylon Bee. Like I thought the headline was the Babylon. You know what the Babylon Bee is? Yeah, the comedy where, where it's not real. It's not real, and it <laughs> the headline is. Biden administration to fund programs to hand out crack pipes. <laughs> and it's real. It's and actually it's, real. And it's Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what are you doing, dog? It's like, I don't even Biden. know what to say, bro. Like, I'm so ashamed. And you know what's funny is like, you know, they always try to spin everything. They're like, no, that's not true. Actually, he's putting $30 million into safety kits. And one of the tw- and one million. of the 20 items that's in the safety kit, yes, is a new crack pipe. And it's just like, so Biden's handing out crack pipes. Are we, is that, is that accurate? You know, like uh, if you were going to send your kid to college, Jordan, and tell them to be successful and on their way, what 20 things would you pack? And <laughs> shoot me in the face if any of those answers is crack pipe. Exactly. Well, and the thing is, the fact checkers are going to come in. Actually, it is a, taba- a tobacco pipe that they can use for crack. So it's not officially a crack pipe. Right. So this is misleading. And then you're like deplatformed. It's just ridiculous. But Joe, Saki, DC, when we say America first, we literally don't mean to provide the drugs that is making America last don't be first in supporting drugs. We want America first, and we want to see America do better when it comes to the supply chain, when it comes yeah. to energy, or when it comes— maybe just tell your CIA part of your orchestration to quit funding crack. Like, <laughs> to pretend like they don't run the gauntlet is just stupid at this point. It's just like no. one hand is wow to what the other hand does, and then that, that hand's like, look— distribution's been a little bit harder and a lot of these people have no way to smoke crack and Joe Biden just looks over at the CIA and he's like, we'll handle that. We'll handle that. Yeah. We got 30 mil. We can throw at something, you know, and then, you know, or whoever the handlers are that are handling Joe while he's coloring with a coloring book I in mean, the corner. Biden supporters voted for a demented man who needs his wife to hold his hand to walk to a press conference 
that is now giving $30 million of America's taxpayer money to give a lot of minorities and the homeless crack pipes. Yeah, dude. This is where we're at. We have pe- we have an administration that is more concerned about keeping people high on crack and fentanyl than actually sec- securing our border. Um, or even I didn't releasing- think about fentanyl, but I'm pretty sure you smoke it the same way, don't you? I mean, I honestly would I don't not know anything know, about fentanyl, my... but I'm but I'm pretty sure that you can you can you can do something with it. I know that heroin yep. and fentanyl are more similarly related. Um, Is it up the no- <laughs> Jeremy's like yeah. All right, well, hey, let's let's, yeah, let's bring, bring our guest. Let's bring our guest, ladies on. and gentlemen. Jer- we got the raging dissident Jeremy. I don't know his last name. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Fourteen-year four- Canadian Army vet was deployed. In Afghanistan, this dude's a badass. He has his own podcast. He's got three kids, and he drove his own damn truck down to Ottawa in negative 20-plus degree weather. Mr. Jeremy, it is an honor and pleasure to have you on the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Hello, hello. I understand we're talking in 1930s commercial-esque uh, kind of broadcasting voice here. It's February 9th. Uh, yeah, I got a kick out of that earlier. Um, generally, when you go into a hospital injured, they're supposed to help you. I mean, people like to say, we've, we've got some pretty awful health care up here in Canada. They like to say, well, you could be worse. It could be in America. You have to pay for it. Uh, you know, we pay incredibly high taxes up here for just as bad. In fact, if, they, if you go in there and you're not hurt, they'll hurt you and then send you home just to, just to you know, for wasting their time kind of thing up here. So thanks for uh, Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's been a, well, been a well, wild couple of years. Um, well, we're glad to have you on. Oh, let's talk about that real quick. I mean, this is not going to be the main part of the topic, but sure. how does your guys' health care work? Um, <sighs> you're saying you're that f- you guys get taxed way higher yeah. than Americans. Yeah. We so, pay, I mean, uh, what, what is that? I mean, you hear numbers. 50, 60, 70%. What are the actual numbers when it comes yeah, to taxes right. in Canada? Yeah, income taxes is, is, is roughly about wow. half your income. And then you pay you know, tax on everything. You pay provincial sales tax, uh, federal tax, income tax, harmonized sales tax, carbon tax. They want to have an internet tax. There's a another carbon tax increase coming in April. It's, uh, uh, I think uh, the last time I... The last uh, any literature or anything I read kind of suggested it's about 75% of every dollar you make eventually ends up back in the government's pocket anyway. And uh, our healthcare is wow. um, well. Have you ever been to Cuba? <laughs> it's really considering <laughs> how much money, twice. considering how much money you pour into it. It's you get you you don't get what you pay for. That's for sure. Um, but uh, you know, it's just one of the many, many, many problems we have here in Soviet Kanakistan. Ah, oh, man. Well, yeah. There's so you've yeah. been following the convoy, though. Yeah, you dro- did you where now? Where are you physically located? Are you above uh, Ottawa I'm, or below it? Yeah, right. I'm right in Ottawa right now. Um, I just kind of popped. I've been downtown, in and out, like all. It gets exhausted. You know, you're on your feet all day and stuff, right? And uh, we come back here and you go to shower, get some food, and head back out, kind of thing. Just talking to people on the street and just trying to, you know, message and get, and get like what's actually going on out there because our media is, um, you know, as bad as your guys's is down there in the States. At least you've got, uh, you've got some guys on Fox, you've got Tucker, yeah. you've got, you've got something. We don't have anything like that. You know, everybody, almost everyone virtually up here is completely bought and sold. It's, um, 
you know, for example, they had, uh, for the main story, they led there for two days in CBC, which is our state broadcaster, which we're forced to pay for again. No one watches, but they take our tax money to pay for it and bail them out year after year. Hmm. Um, led with, uh, you know, it's, it's Nazis. We've got Nazis in the streets here. It's Nazi white supremacists. And there was a guy with a Nazi flag <laughs> outside one of the most expensive hotels in the city, you know, as, as the Nazis are known to do. And the guy that took the photo was Justin Trudeau's wow. prime minister's personal photographer is the guy that took the photo. So it's like a literal false flag. Um, no. And there's, there's, liter- there's bouncy castles with kids down here there's every ethnic and religious and you know cultural back uh, makeup uh, background people you could find down here there's indigenous people everywhere there's i spoke to i was talking to an iranian truck driver last night like it's it's it, nothing could be further from the truth but they're completely desperate because this is threatening their uh, their grip on the on the country pretty pretty severely so they're throwing everything at the wall at this point so I mean, when you hear the media, because I've I've re- I've been following, like I didn't even know what the what is it, the BCB or the CBC, CBC can't remember, yeah. one of those two, news communist broadcasting, CBC, yeah, uh, is that what they're saying? Is that what Canadian they stand broadcasting? Up for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just call I I just say it's like it's CNN's it's yeah. Canada CNN. That's kind of yeah. how I how I uh, per, uh, describe yeah. it. But I mean, I've read the articles, I've heard some of their you know, some of their, uh, segments and, you know, they're bland. It's so funny. Me and Ross were talking about this last week where like, it sounds like you have all of these commie globalists all over the world and they have this same book and they pull from this book and they use all the same lingo to describe any type of protest that is against their commie uh, Mm -hmm. ideology. And, you know, we heard last week, the girl on the BCB or whatever CBC saying, you know, it's, we, there's, there is a, a lot a lot to believe and evidence to show that the Russians are behind this freedom yes. convoy. It's like, okay, the Russians are now a part of this convoy. You're uh, you're seeing obviously we've heard about the Nazi flags, Confederate yeah. flags, violence, um, yeah. stealing from the homeless. Did any of this even happen no. a little bit? So the homeless like stealing thing, I mean, from that that's I mean, there's they talked about a homeless shelter that's literally on the other end of the city. No one's even down there. I actually gave a, I gave a granola bar, one of these. I just had one in my pocket. And I saw a guy. I was like, hey, you hungry, man? I went to give it to him. And he's got, uh, he took, he didn't eat it. He put it in a bag that he had collected of food that was over, like he had no room to put it in. Uh, the homeless have never been so well fed. There's actually, there hadn't been, crime has actually gone down in the city. Um, people are shoveling snow and picking up trash. Like it's, it's a Canadian protest. I mean, it's the most polite, you know, revolt I've ever seen. It's, it, I'm dead serious. It's hysterical. And uh, they're trying uh, to paint it as everything. They're perfect. saying it's that's yeah, perfect. it's Nazis. It's going to be another Holocaust and all this stuff. And it's just it's 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 beyond absurd. It's comical almost. Uh, if it wasn't so infuriating, if it wasn't so insulting to the people that are down here and suffering, um, you know, big time. I talked to a lot of these truckers, and they're oh, wow. like, well, well, they just need to go home. They made their point. They have no home to go home to. They're, they lost everything. They're going to lose their business, their trucks. Right. They, they, they can't work. It's all over. Um, they've got, or they're losing their homes or if they have already have, like people are down here living in their cars from all over the country. I've seen, I talked to people from Kelowna, BC, which is you know, wow. near Seattle, right? Um, from both coasts or from the Yukon way up north. They're from all over the country. Come down here in February in, you know, late January, it's minus 30, it's minus 35. It's, and they're still out there in big crowds and, uh, you know, fringe minority. The last uh, Angus Reid poll wow. I, I read was uh, near 60% of the country was supportive of this and no one in the government is uh really really saying much of anything uh, they either all just throwing this against us saying like it's a fringe my it's um I've never seen this much support for anything in this country. And the irony of it is that, uh, you know, these, these communist, you know, globalist people, whatever, you know, terminology you want to use, the mafia, it, it is what it is. 
Um, right. You know, they, they want to preach and, you know, have this uh, idea of some kind of idyllic dystopia where everybody gets along and everybody holds hands and overcomes their differences and gets along. It was like, actually, ironically, right. that is what happened in United and, you know, <laughs> disgust over the government, you know? So like everyone's down there high five. I've never right. hugged and high fived so many people in my life as I have downtown uh, in the last couple of weeks, the last week and a half. So it's uh, the irony of it, right? And it's just so how, how long nuts. was the, how, how long was the actual convoy? What is the guaranteed number that you can say it definitely was at least this long? There is because so I'd many people a, are fighting about this. Yeah, there's a couple thousand trucks. I would say. I mean, it's not fifty thousand. That's you know, there, there's not. There's been some pretty bananas numbers out there. But uh, there's there's a there's a few downtown, and then there's one that came from Western Canada. There's more showing up all the time. The police have uh, they're erecting barricades and stuff around the downtown area. There's there's a lot of talk that there's going to be a police action either tonight or early tomorrow morning to just use brute force to round these people up out of here. Um, apparently, the uh, what's the solution she, for that? What do y'all what are y'all thinking? Y'all are going to do in response to that? Well, there's thousands of cell phone cameras down there, right? And the whole world's going to watch this. And if they're going to watch, uh, you know, armed, you know, guys in M4s and tear gas grenade launchers, the military is going to come in with batons and shields and just beat up a bunch of, you know, Canadian hardworking, uh, you know, families and, you know, men and women and truck drivers and farmers and plumbers. And like, I mean, uh, it's, it would be the state attacking unarmed, peaceful demonstrators and everyone's going to see it. And that's, I wow. mean, that's political suicide, right? And, and they don't seem to care. They're just, uh, they're malignant narcissists that are backed into a corner. So. It's, uh, you know, I've been saying for a while, you know, force a tyrant to act like one. You know, that's the only way you're going to wake people up to who these people really are. Yep. You can say whatever you want all day long, but they need, they need to see it and, and experience it for themselves. And if they see that, you we, know. We, we talked about that on Monday on our Instagram Live where this has been forcing, you know, this entire, I mean, really the Freedom Convoy mm. has forced Justin Trudeau, Brando, um, or you, you, I mean, really these vaccine mandates all around... All, all, all um, these vaccine mandate policies all around the world are now starting to force these prime ministers, these presidents that have acted like they're for human rights and they're for freedom. And they, that's what they campaigned on their entire life. But now what this is doing is this peaceful type of protesting, this freedom combo is actually forcing them to show their cards. Yeah. And now Justin is having and all of these leaders around the world are having to basically stick to his narrative and his ideology and to his boss or whoever the hell he's answering to because there's no common sense for mandating a vaccine when you have nurses and healthcare workers and truck drivers that are a huge part of your society and how your country is run. And when you have this amount of people, I mean, he knows this is not a fringe minority. So it's really interesting to see these presidents and prime ministers really begin to show their cards. Now, what I mean, what are yeah? So, what are people saying on the ground? Um, these truck drivers. I mean, I mean, or even let's start with the policemen. The, the policemen are, are have they been mostly uh, like, hey, we're on your side, or is there a good portion of them where like, damn, if they get these orders, we're we're gonna really go through it. It it seems like they really don't want to be here. They really don't want to do this. I mean, they're they're cops. I mean, they're gonna do their job and everything right. But uh, you know, some of them are like, I mean, we've got no problem with what's going on. You guys are haven't done anything wrong. You know, you're executing your your charter rights to protest and demonstrate peacefully. The the mayor has declared a state of emergency. I suppose the bouncy castles downtown with the kids are quite terrifying. Uh, you know, it could be some kind of terrorist training camp or something. Um, 
I mean, I, I hope not. People are hoping they don't they don't follow yeah. through on this. But I mean, outside, you know, you get the federal police, the RCMP, which are you know you, you could say the FBI or something, right? In the, in the states, they're basically controlled by the prime minister. They'll they'll do whatever. Um, they're above the law, evidently. They they do they get away with all kinds of shenanigans all the time. But uh, the city police and the, you know they're, they're pulling in cops from all over the all over the country, all over the province to. Uh, trying to intimidate these people and, and you can feel like you can tell they're they're not proud of what they're doing you know it's people are shouting them down and like what are you doing you know right. like just trying to read like connect with them as a human being like what are you doing man like these are like what are you doing and they're like i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> like they, they feel kind of trapped too because yeah. <laughs> you know um, and and i know a lot of guys that walked off the job and and, and refused to go back because of because of this and and there there's there's a few really? quitting all the time we had a, a city staff sergeant i uh, just quit uh, yesterday the day before they're leaking information out. Right. And, um, there's people, there's good guys on the inside that are, you know, not wanting to play ball. So, uh, you know, push comes to shove here. And, and that's the key here because everybody knows everyone is so peaceful. And, and I think, you know, we'd have to thank you guys down there. Well, not I'm careful. What I say here after the, the incident, you know, the, 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 the Pearl Harbor that right. occurred the in January last year. Right. Um, we know what they'll do. We know right. what they're capable <laughs> of and how they're, you know, they're throwing people in prison just for yep. being in the area. They're just, they were just there, you know, and now he's, now there's people in jail. Right. So they're wow. like at all costs, we, we can't even so much as litter. You know, like it has to be the most well-behaved to absolutely force them, give them absolutely nothing to use to, to discredit anyone. And, and so far they haven't, it's been the first couple of days they're like, well, it hasn't gotten violent yet, but you just wait any minute now there's going to be, you know, and it, and it never took place. It never happened. Um, and they don't show it and they, they film from far away and everyone's just having a great time and, you know, hugging and celebrating. And, um, it, it I don't even know if celebrating is the right word. It's just like reclaiming that human connection that's been stolen from them for, for years, you know, stay home, put your masks on, yeah, don't go anywhere, yeah. don't talk to anybody, be depressed, be isolated, give up, you know, just, just be afraid all the time to hate everybody, rat on your neighbors, all this kind of stuff. And this is downtown is, is a complete opposite. It's completely opposite. And it's like, people, right. it's, it's like, like the actual feel like free been, Americans and free dialogue. Yeah. It's like they've been released from prison, you know, and there's no masks down there. Everybody's like hugging and high five and there's dance parties everywhere. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, um, it, it's the most positive thing I've ever been, I've ever been involved in. It's, it's been life changing and it's just, it, you know, it, I, I wouldn't have believed this would even, was even possible three weeks ago. If someone said that something like this would happen, I would have said, well, no, we're, we're pretty much toast up here. And then like a guy that's come back to life from a defibrillator or something as he's dying on the battlefield, you're like, no, come don't die on me. Yeah. There he is. And you're like, holy crap, he's still alive. No, you, know, you guys. You guys are inspiring the entire planet. Um, seriously, it's it's it, it's yeah. wild to see. Now, talking about dance parties, and Ross, I want to get mm. your thoughts on this. Um, talking about dance parties, I'm going to play a clip real quick because this, I mean, this is in Canada. I think two nights ago. I wish I was there, minus the being. I mean, I can't believe it's like negative 20, 30 degrees out there. It's about minus. And four this today. is not too bad today. Minus, okay, but not too bad. Okay, well, yeah. God, that would die. I'd still die. <laughs> this is Canada two nights ago over the weekend. Wait, negative four. Oh, oh. oh, I love it. I love this is my favorite video. This guy with the hockey stick. Who's this guy? Look at him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. look at that white supremacist. Yes. Look yeah. at that Nazi. Yeah. 
I think his name is Mullah uh, Omar Hitler. Oh my gosh, I absolutely <laughs> love Full it. Full blown I mean, Arabian looking fellow. <laughs> it's, it's, and they're it's, calling white supremacists. Like, dude, yeah. at which stage? You're right. It is plumbers, it's electricians, it's, it's truck people. drivers, it's nurses, yeah. it's regular people. And there's yeah. so many of them. Yeah. How? What percentage of people in Canada, Jeremy, do you think actually believe that it is actually white supremacist and stuff? The government and their media workers, I think. <laughs> oh, I got a little yeah. indication here. But everybody um, else basically I don't know. knows I would that say... it's not what's going on? It's shifting, too. I mean, I think a lot of people are starting this particularly... I mean, the media's been been pretty out of control for a while. Back in the you know back in my day, like I kind of started looking sideways at things around the nine eleven days, and was like, uh, well, that's not quite what happened. You know, they would embellish things and twist things to an extent, but now it's just full blown, complete fabrications and compl- like that that straight up didn't happen. You know, like I was there, that didn't even take place, and they just boldface lied and stuff. We got right. one guy here, the uh, Bernie Farber's his name, and he's the uh, director of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. It's like I'd say the Canadian equivalent of like the ADL or something like that. And uh, he took a, he actually took a flyer that was found in Miami, I think, from last year or something. It was like an anti-Semitic flyer, um, you know, death to the Jews, you know, kind of thing. And he he po- pretended that it was here in Ottawa and said they're just posting this out in the open and see what these you know, see what these people are really like. And it was debunked very quickly, and like. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like he yeah, didn't make but, a mistake. But it's still, yeah, 15 percent of people that saw mm. it were like, "Oh my god!" And then went back yeah. to doing dishes or whatever they yeah. were doing, and then well, didn't care and didn't yeah. read the correction a week later. Yeah. No, it, right? And like as I say, you know, a lie gets around the world before the truth has a time to put its pants on. Um, but the thing is, there's like you saw how many people are down there. Like I don't know who took that footage. No one does. There's ten thousand cell phones down there, live streaming everything, sending video and pictures to their friends and family, and they're hearing you're down there, you're supporting these these terrorists, and they go, Mom, Dad, no, look, and then they see it and go, What? And then they look at the TV, and then they look at you know video and stuff from their friends and family, and back and forth, and then very quickly it's going. They're lying to me, you know, and it's been that way for quite a while, and this has <laughs> just put a massive spotlight on it and. There's a Jamaican guy down there actually the other night, and he had a he had a good interview with with a friend of mine I think, and he said that uh, you know you can fool some of the people some of the time, you can't fool all the people all the time, and now they've just tried to fool everybody at like yeah. uh, they're desperate, and it's just uh, they don't know what else to do, and everything they do is just making it worse. And the more police presence they do, the more aggressive they get, the more they're they're arresting people for carrying fuel cans. Apparently that's a crime. Honking that the act of honking your horn is now illegal in Ottawa. Uh, you know, I saw a map that was like places in the world where honking is illegal and it's just a little tiny pin <laughs> on the city of Ottawa. Like you're and not, well, and, you're not and winning this, anybody and this over is, with these. Th- well, this is the, this is where Justin and his commie self are being forced to show his cards. To act like, like a who would have yeah. thought that you would have a, uh, exactly. Who the who would have thought that Justin? I mean, I I watched a, a whole, um, like five or six different videos, like a whole like a four minute video of him talking about how freedom and human rights and democracy yeah. and what it means to be a Canadian, how we come, and you're you're hear him say all of the pampered words that every yeah. Canadian or anyone that loves freedom would hear. And now you have a man, a prime minister, that is going after his citizens, stealing the gas that they paid for, along with paid taxes for. And the money. The GoFundMe frozen account. $10 million. Mm, They've also also rented out 
all of the hotel, the government bought almost all of the hotel rooms in the city to prevent people from coming in here and being able to participate. And, uh, there's wow. Airbnbs. People are sleeping in their cars downtown minus 35. Like they're, but they're, you know, wow, it's crazy. Like that's how dedicated they are. Right. These people are hardcore. They're not, like I said, they're not, they got nowhere to go. They're going to nowhere to go home too. They're like just go home. And it's like, uh, do you understand? You took my home. You stole it. That's why I'm here. Yeah, it's gone. Literally. You jerk. You know, I'm going to wow. say some other things. I don't want to get too you know, spicy on your show here. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. No, no don't, don't hold back. I mean, bad, and that's bad, what... Uh, you're, you're good. And yeah, I mean, he said on Monday night when he was speaking in front of part, uh, speaking to the House of Commons in Ottawa. Yeah, he ran away. He said... Um, in the middle of that. He just left at <laughs> one point, apparently. Did he really? Yeah. He just decided he, that yeah, was enough I, and just left. Like... <laughs> Well, and and referring to the people that are protesting, they're trying to blockade our economy. They're trying to end our democracy. Um, They're trying to disrupt the uh, the fellow citizens' daily lives. Ross, I mean, he's. It it feels like he's in a completely old, like different universe, Mm. where like there's unicorns and ponies and dinosaurs, and everyone's like drinking chocolate from a lake. Um, this Chocolate dude is literally, yeah. T- <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have this guy that's talking about how he, that these protesters are disrupting the Ottawa citizens because of horns or yeah. they're blocking the roads. But at the same time, you have his government and his policies that are literally has disrupted their entire life because they yeah. can't even work and have a job. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what the. What do you do if the one thing that you're supposed to watch out for, and as a Western civilization, we basically have learned to watch out for communist takeovers yeah. of countries yep. and stopping citizens from having freedom and, 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 uh, and discouraging skepticism about the government is basically the primary no-no that I was taught as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. careful, these, these bastards like to grab guns and force people <laughs> to do what they want. Like, that's right. like the biggest thing that I learned as a child about, about history was like, yeah. careful, if you give somebody power, they end up doing weird stuff with it. So make sure that whatever happens, yeah. that doesn't occur. And it's like every single implementation of new ideological standards or moral standards or uh, like company standards, all of them are dedicated to funneling everything into the absolute control of the government as quickly as possible. PayPal, uh, the ADL is teaming up with PayPal, the Anti-Defamation League. You've got... The uh, all the podcasters, right, are are, are nervous now since they're going after Joe. And, and, you know, just Mm -hmm. I mean, every corner of the earth is basically saturated in thought control now. And if you don't think so, try typing the N word on your cell phone sometime. The weird feeling that you get before you even finish typing it. Well, it's (laughs) but it really is. It really is like this weird feeling. I was like. I was like, I wonder if I have any, like, if I'm like, if I'm brainwashed at all. And so I was like, let me do everything that I'm not supposed to be allowed to do just in my own world. I was in my room on my notepad and I'm just like writing stuff down and I'm like, I'm writing all these different words. And then I'm like, I start to write the N word and I'm like, you're not supposed to say the word and I'm writing it. And I go, I'm like looking around my absolute empty room (laughs) and I'm like, is somebody gonna, and I'm like, holy crap. They are yeah. making me like, like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying I'm pro saying that word, but what I am saying is I'm anti being afraid to say any damn thing. Yes. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Like, that means that they've already come too far into the psyche of my yeah. mind. Like, screw Sticks you guys. I can you're, say you're what afraid. I want. I'm not even, this isn't even about racism. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's yeah stick, I just like the stones. fact that I am worried about what I'm going to type. Right. That's yeah. that. That is fear of governmental overwatch and overlords. Yeah. Like that is what that is because it doesn't exist yeah. anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? When so I, like, and then I realized that how many people are probably like that, you know? When I was a kid, I mean, you know, it was a consp- it was crazy to think that like if you told people like, hey, the government is listening to all your phone calls or they're reading your emails or something, people would have lost their minds. Now it's expected. Everyone just assumes that that's the case, and and you know, it's like how did we how did we get here? And um, you know, you know, to your point earlier, you're saying, you know, they're saying, well, it's for your own. It, you know, when they start saying things like for the greater good, it's for the greater good. You're gonna do it for the right. greater good. That's not good. And you know, there's never been an example in history where you know the the good guys ever said, do what we want or we're gonna hurt you. Do what I say. Or I'm going to do things to you. I'm going to take your job. I might take your kids. I'm going to tax you. I'm going to do that. And you're the good guy. Do you hear yourself, dude? Is Emperor Palpatine in the next room? Like, what are you saying, man? This is crazy. Right. This is, you know, this is anti everything we've ever stood for. You know, like I, I, again, I was in the military a long time and, you know, we lost, we, you know, left a lot of guys behind over there. And I, that wasn't that long ago. You know, it was 15 years ago, four, 12 years ago. I can't remember. 2007, uh, um, they would be horrified to, to see what it's become. I don't even recognize this place. Well, but I do now, you know, downtown Ottawa and a lot of other places around the country. We've got a huge uh, protest action in Coots, Alberta. Those guys are holding it down pretty good. And now the Windsor Bridge into Detroit is being blocked on both sides. Thanks a lot, guys. The Americans are, are coming out in, in support wow. as well. They're blocking it on your side and, and the Montana border as well. There's uh, there's more. I think Sarnia is going to have another so, one. So how does that affect... How, how does that affect the nation? So, I mean, we're, these borders are getting blocked. What, mm-hmm. I mean... What is well, the result from that? Our, our number one trading partner is the United States. And uh, a lot of our exports and imports go to the United States. And, and it's like strangling the arteries of, a, of, a, of, a, of someone. It's like clogging, stopping their heart. You know, huh. you can't, you know, I don't know how many billions of dollars go across that Windsor, you know, Ambassador Bridge into, into Detroit every, every year, but it's a lot. Um, same thing. Like, how many of these can they tolerate? How many ports can you block? How many people? It's, it's turning into a general strike. How much of your population can just go, I'm not working anymore? Wow. Because why? Why should I? I should go to work for a job that hates me, for a government that hates me, and it tells me it hates me every day on TV, yep. and I have to get infinite booster shots every, and, and feel afraid and feel ashamed of myself all the time, and then give them all of my money that I worked hard for so they can use it to turn around and fund things to tell me how much they hate me. It's, uh, you know, it, wow. it, it's too much. Wow. I mean, that's, that's so perfectly said. And, and then you add actually the tax component on top of all of that. They're taking anywhere from 50 to 70% yeah. to then get crappy health care and the whole thing that goes along with it. Um, and, I mean, and it's, our, it's so true. Our politicians, man, they, they make, uh, I mean, just in my, my home province in Nova Scotia, I think they spend billions of dollars a year on retired pensions. You know, guys that, you know, oh, I was a, I was a cabinet minister from the, you know, economic, whatever, you know, for six years or something. So I, I deserve, you know, 160K a year forever on top of the other pension that I had as an, yeah. M, as an MPP, on top of the other pension I had as a premier, on top of the other pension. I mean, they're, ma- they're making, uh, you know, mad money here. And I'm like, my dad worked at a, worked still tire factory for, you know, 30 years. He's not going to get a million dollar pension. The pension he's going to get is going to be, you know, next to nothing. And, and he's... You know, the backbone of the economy. These are the people that, that build the things that we need. You know, that, that's what they're attacking. You've got this this rich, bureaucratic, uh, corporate-sponsored uh, ruling class of, you know, champagne socialists that think everything is, uh, you know, we want to be Marxist social communists now. And while they drive BMWs and wear $50,000, you know, sets of clothes and Rolex watches and then take that money and attack the people that, you know, make the things go. Attacking the farmers and the truckers and the yeah. the blue-collar workers and and 
you know, it's uh, something this kind of system obviously isn't going to succeed. It's uh, you, you were asking for a revolt, but that's the cycle. You know, that's uh, that's every basically human society ever. Uh, you know, the top gets fat and fat and fatter. Yeah. It always takes and takes and takes and it just it never stops. And then eventually it gets to a point where it's too much. It all blows up and around we go again. And, you know, it's the that cycle. Right. right. You I just men, never I never understand people times. on the left, though, because they're there's. The people on the left, you know, I have a friend of mine who's on the left, well, uh, a, a, a former, like, buddy, and, mm. like, he's hardcore. He's, he was, <laughs> he, he said a good friend, and then he went We've all got some the of left. those well, now, then, now I Well, think. he a thinks former, he's buddy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't call somebody my buddy if they think that I'm actually evil, you know, which, right, right, which right. He, right. He, per, yeah. he subscribes to that thoughts about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dog, like, you remember yeah. we worked in the same office. You treated yeah, people friend. worse than me, and I was coming to yeah. the rescue for all these women that were getting abused, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, and I'm like, what are you thinking? You know, and he's just like, well, you know, I, I see it that you guys, you know, you want, you know, basically like far, far, far right ideas. And I'm like, dude, nothing yeah. I think has moved. Right. Like nothing I thought has moved. Yeah. In the past like four years, I've thought the exact yeah. same things. And you guys are just pushing and pushing and pushing, and everybody who's a stupid sheep is going along with it and acting like, sure, you know, really at the end of the day is this. Even if you're telling me you need to do this for the greater good, if I'm handing you my wallet to then go help the greater good, it's not about the greater good. I have to question whether I trust your ass with my wallet first. You know, and that's the thing. Of course I want to do stuff for the greater good, but I don't trust you to do it for the greater good. Right. Uh, I think yeah, the great, a, the greater a, good for you is you'll own nothing. You'll you'll yeah. you'll have no privacy and you'll love it. That's the greater yeah. good for you, and that's yeah. that's crap. It's the greater good for the the rich people that you know control this world and are very very successful at dividing us against each other and fighting along every every kind of uh, pressure point they can invent. If it's religion, if it's race, if it's sex, if it's age, if it's you know boomers versus zoomers, even it's you know they've invented everything. Um, and I've I've had a lot of people ask me that too, and like why is it? Because I know smart people. Right. They're, they're smart. They're intellectuals. But for some reason, they, they fall for this and they, you know, they buy into it. Why is that? And I'm just like, simply sorry, I don't mean to insult you, but uh, they're weak. It's uh, it comes down to a moral courage to to face uncomfortable truths about reality and have the, the spiritual backbone and composition to stand there and say things that are unpopular or, you know, potentially put yourself in harm's way to, to the extent of maybe, you know, you might have repercussions at your job, social, you know, people are going to point at you and go, you said a thing that we don't like, you know. And you've got a, a population that's been trained to be compliant and do what it's told and just go with the flow and don't rock the boat and this kind of thing. And, and it's just easier. It's easier to just agree with the TV because they think that's the consensus. It's a manufactured fake consensus. They think they're they're like, you know, like the sheep analogy, right? The way that sheep protect themselves right. is uh, we, we just hang up with all the other sheep. The wolves won't eat all of us, you know, they'll eat a couple, but probably not me if there's a hundred of us. So I'll just hide in here in the pack and, and whatever, except... The way right. to defeat the wolves is to not, you know, let anyone eat them and, and you know, fight them and, and get rid of them. And then now there's no wolves at all and everyone can be can be safe. And, and it's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's spiritual warfare to, to a degree. And um, I think that's really what it comes down to. It doesn't matter how smart you are, because I know people that are. Yeah, you know, it's like not ideological quite, not quite bright, but, warfare. But they get it. And I know other people that are very intelligent that get it and everywhere in between. And for some reason, some people get it and some people don't. And it just comes down to like, do you have the guts to do you, do you understand what's going on? Do you see the world out here? And it's not fun. I mean, when I kind of figured out what was going on, you know, again, I was in the military a long time. We fought these wars in Afghanistan and there's guys in Iraq and Libya and all over the place. And, and it's like, why are we why are we doing this? How, how, why? You know, I don't even know these people. They didn't do anything to me. Like, and that's not a that's not a comfortable truth to face. You know, look yourself in the mirror and go, am I the bad guy? Like, why am I why am I doing this? Why, what, you know, um, 
Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's tough. And they don't want to do that. Well, they want to just shut up and just watch TV and be comfortable and be fat. And like, people will choose comfort and safety over uncomfortable, you know, reality and the truth, you know, every time. Except if you don't know what's real, well, the t- the t- the t- you're tough, not going to make the, good decisions. Well, exactly. And, and that's exactly when you, you really don't know what is real or you don't even really know who's in charge. Yeah. Um, like one of the questions I'm always, me and Ross even talk like, who is running the United States of America right now? Literally mm. have no idea because no we know that it's not Joe Biden. No. Um, is I it, have a, uh, I have is a this, ballpark. Like maybe yeah, like, it's <laughs> like some group of the, of the World Economic Forum that is like in a private room somewhere going, yeah. what should we help to introduce now? Yeah. But I don't yes. know. Right. I mean, is it a third term of Obama? But I mean, you really I love that you brought the World Economic Forum because I was listening to a clip the other day of this lawyer and he was breaking down the the World Economic Forum and who's all tied to it. And uh, Ju- Trudeau and Macron and Merkel and the New Zealand prime minister and all of these mm-hmm. politicians that now run every single country that really met like that that runs the, the planet all came from this like internship or this course. I, I don't know the exact same thing that was a part of the World Economic Forum, and then they just become the prime minister or they become the president. And I, you know, I'm reading right now. I just literally just went to the World Economic Forum on Wikipedia, and it says that the forum believes that a globalized world is managed best by a self-selected coalition of multinational corporations governments and civil society organizations. I mean, they are literally saying like, we believe that the best for the planet is for us to dictate how the world. And the problem with that is it's like, we, we all came through, like I didn't, you know, as far as we know right now, obviously I'm a believer. So I think that I preexisted with Jesus in his mind, but according to the world, you showed up on earth. You didn't earn it. And you were yeah. given the rights to be a human and to exist. And mm-hmm. for them to be putting rules on the whole globe about how you have to exist yeah. or who's allowed to be born, because that's part of it, right? Yeah. Like, that's just, that's my argument against abortion is you didn't get to choose that you came here and neither did they. And you were yeah. given the free gift to be able to make it to 50 or however old you are, everybody. And, and you're stopping other people from riding the same free ride that you got, mm-hmm. which was to be given life. And that's not fair. And like, that's yeah, no. what they're doing is they're basically putting themselves up as God to manage yeah the population of the world and clearly yeah, that's yeah. that's an infraction of morality if you yeah, don't see it, that yet wait eight years until the person <laughs> that you trust to run us now is yeah. somebody that you don't trust anymore and then yeah. boop you never should have given them the hammer then because once you <laughs> give it we don't get it back dumbasses which is yeah. the whole point of why we care about freedom it's because look it's not even about do you or don't you trust the government more than my fellow man it's once you give somebody the control button, they change. Those people yeah. change. And I might trust them now, but I don't know that I'm going to trust them in 10 years, which is why I don't want the government controlling my bloodstream, by the way. Because <laughs> even if you did decide to trust Fauci, which is stupid, you might not trust his, 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 the person who's going to replace him in seven years or whatever. You get what I mean? Yep. Yeah, Alex Jones no, was right. You know, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, dude. It just, yeah. It so I mean, down, so, so no, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say it comes down to that. Like, um, you know, that's 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 it. Like, I don't. 
I mean, I have my opinions. I, you know, I have right wing opinions, I guess. I'd be the 1980s. I would just be any other guy on the street. But now I'm, you know, I'm Joseph Stalin, or not Stalin, actually, I, I, I'm uh, Joseph Goebbels or something, right? Um, I don't, I don't believe in, in forcing anyone to do anything, you know, as long do whatever you want, as long as you're not hurting anybody, man, go live your life and do what you want. And these people are like, no, no, I need to control you. I need to control what you do, what you think, what you say, what you, and that's not, right. that is not cool. That is an evil instinct. Yeah. I think I, I need, think I need to a, control your morality. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And they're going to tell you, yeah, like, I need, I need to not. control. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's brand it's, new. That's the funny thing about it is that yeah. it's all brand new shit. Like, they like oh, they not. replaced like the Bible, the the yeah. Bible moral guideline that we've had for thousands of years, and they mm-hmm. wiped it out, and then they just gave us a new one. And we're like, here's what yeah. you better hate, and here's it's, what you better love, and yeah. we're just supposed to be like, okay, that's as good as the old thousand, thousand, thousand yeah. year tested one that yeah. got us to the best stinking civilization in the history of the world. Let's just adopt your version of morality, and if I don't, yeah. you fire me and destroy my family and take my kids and control my blood. Literally. Yeah, it's a, it's a subjective rea- or a subjective morality. Is that is that the right or objective? I can't. Re- you know, I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't know. No but, subjective. Know, like, uh, yeah. There is no subjective. there is no right and wrong, man. It's just however you look at it, man. I'm like, no, no. Uh, pedophilia is super wrong. Okay, like I don't care what your argument is. That's a big no no. Like murdering people, definitely not cool. Like there's no gray area with some. There is such a thing as right and wrong, and they're doing a real good job of trying to trying to erase that. And, and as far as the globalism stuff goes, man, it, like. I've been saying this on my in my podcast forever. People are like, oh, there's no such thing as a as a global government. I'm like, no, of course not. Of course not. Just every country in the world, all at once, all at the same time, all spontaneously, just decided all of the same things. You know, uh, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the United States, Ireland, France, Germany, Norway, Sweden, uh, you know, Italy, Spain, all of it. Just at the same time, we're like, you know what? We want mass migration. We want to do all of these things. We want to censor free speech. We want to disarm the population. We want to have you know centralized currency yeah. we want to you know uh, all of it there's there's very little deviation anywhere that you go in this world and it, like what are the odds of this different cultural backgrounds histories languages you know bloodlines the whole and, and everybody all at once all at the same time just all of a sudden we're all on the same page and yeah and when you ask uh, you ask these questions of politicians you could copy and paste it from from brussels to germany to to italy to canada to the yep. united states it's all the same thing it's a threat to our democracy or something right or it's time to get vaccinated it, it's almost word for word and you know, if right. that doesn't scream centralized planning to you, like I was in the military, I know what that looks like. And this is very obviously being run top down from somewhere. And we don't have national countries anymore. These are an illusion. We have provinces. We have, you know, we, we, we have governors. The president is not in control of the United States. He's a, he's a, he's a figurehead. He's a middle man. It's, it's like, if you have a problem with McDonald's and you get the shift manager fired, right? He's, they're here today, gone tomorrow. Right. They'll hire another one. That guy's not in charge. Right. Uh, somebody else you're never you've never even heard of is, is well, and the that's place, you know? that's why they needed Trump out because Trump was one person I feel like the world could not control. I mean, when I loved watching Trump show up to the he's very entertaining. The, uh, what the 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 world the what is it those nation what do you call it? they have what you're talking the, about it's like sac 12 or something why yeah I don't it's like the the, name all the world leaders come yeah. together in europe damn what's it called the g12 isn't G- like g12 g12 yeah. summit or g9 summit g20 yeah G7 whatever that's or something. Summit. yeah and, and you yeah, know it's, and not even, like, it's not even so much trump of, it's what he represented it, it's what he what happened right. around him is that a lot of people kind of understood like wait a minute like we can just we could just do what's good for america you know it was like a weird kind of throwback in a way and uh you know that that can't that attitude is is the antithesis of what they're trying to do it's you know a global socialist program 
um, you know, communist program. Yeah, you can't and, have uh, logic get getting in the way of control. Yeah. You can't have, if you've got a strong middle class, that well, people can, can support themselves. And, you know, uh, Jordan was saying earlier, like, who's in charge? Like, who's running the place? Well, you're in charge. It's your life. You get to do what you want. Like, right. you make your own decisions and no one, no man or woman or force on this earth can tell you any otherwise. You know, if I want to do this or I want to do that or I want to live right. my life this way, as long as you're not hurting anybody, man, you know, no one has the right to tell you things like this. And um, they want you to believe that you, you well, listen and, to and the conservatives... TV, you listen to the, the suits and the people on TV. Exactly. And, and conservatives, it's not like the right has gotten more right or hard right. No. The right has just gotten louder about protecting where they have been for the last 50 years or 100 right. years. Yeah. The left has just been going so far left. And, you know, for the last 20 years, we're like, OK, fine, we'll give you this. Okay, yeah. you want gay marriage? That's fine. You can have gay marriage. You I want would... this too? You can have this. Okay, you you want to open up the borders a little bit more? Okay, but just yeah. no sanctuary cities. Okay, now you want... It, and it keeps yeah. on going. And now you have... The, and I love what you just said. It's not about Trump. It's about what Trump represented. Mm. Trump gave those people a voice back to say, hold on a second. Yeah. We're stopping. We want the borders protected. We want yeah. to con to respect the Constitution. We do want to see, you know, a these policies stop or these uh, unlimited amount of funding programs that get blasted all over the country that never, you know, one day it supposedly fixes and it keeps on going and it's a it's a black hole of money. Um, yeah. We want to go back and stay where we were, and now we're labeled extremists. Hard right. It's whatever that, that looks like. like. Yeah, uh, they, they'll say that we're we're intolerant. You know what I mean? And it's like actually we've made considerable concessions. Like you said, like there used to gay gay marriage used to be illegal. It wasn't even just that there was marriage. Just to be a homosexual in Canada was literally illegal. I think until the eighties or something. And I'm not saying that's a good. I'm you know I'm not saying that that's what we want. I'm just saying they've made concessions and they've made compromises on what they had as beliefs and go okay well you know they're not doing that. They say, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. And then as soon as they go, okay, I don't like where this car ride's going anymore. I, I agreed to go on this little detour with you because you really wanted to go down this weird, you know, side road into the woods to go to the, you know, magic ferry or whatever it is. I'm not comfortable with this anymore. I want to go home. And they say, you can't go home. You're racist. You're a Nazi yep. now. And it's like, no, man, this is, right. this well, is why don't you like here. children drag shows? Yeah, children we, should be able to have <laughs> drag shows just like we do. And you're like, yeah. well, no, that's obviously yeah. perverse and yeah. weird. We and they're from, like, bigot, 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 we from, bigot. We went from, listen, Madonna is allowed to wear her underwear on TV if she wants to, to like, uh, let us touch your kids or you're evil. <laughs> that was a fast, that happened quick. That right. happened in my lifetime, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they can say, we're going to go blow up the White House, or I've thought mm -hmm. about throwing a bomb over there, or we thought about, yeah. you know, you see Snoop Dogg pulling the trigger on, again, it's yeah. the hypocrisy of the left, even yep. the whole thing with the censorship of Joe Rogan and Spotify, like, the fact mm -hmm. that people actually think that they really care about the issues that they're talking about when the same person that they voted have, has been uh, we've heard him drop the N-word multiple times. We've heard him say that he was actually not for gay marriage. Everything yeah. that they say that they're for, they don't give a shit about. No, all they care the is about controlling the narrative exactly and, and using power. And they funnel this money to these super PACs. These super PACs make all these videos and these hit pieces. The fact that they're going after Joe Rogan as an alt-righter when he was a Bernie Sanders voter who was a socialist just yeah. a couple of years ago, yeah. just really just shows how stupid this entire thing sounds. 
And then you got the Neil Young, you got the Jillian, whatever Mitchell, and you have all these all these artists. They come, they're yeah. coming out, and they're acting like they're the all elitists and that they're fourth pro. You know, but when their actual albums and their records back in the 1960s were literally about freedom itself. And yeah, you know, me and Ross talked about this last now. week, where it's like, right, ex- exactly, rage yeah. for the machine. Um, we're, we are, we're getting closer to that hour mark. So we're going to wrap this thing up here in a second. But before we do, I, I want to I, like, give us some hope here. What, what are, <laughs> sure. you know, Amer- America is looking, America is looking right now at starting its own convoy. I'm reading yeah. an article right now. Freedom convoy is now starting in France, starting on Wednesday, mm-hmm. which is today. Um, which is going to go to Paris and Brussels to demand the end of the restrictions and also the passport. Um, it looks like now, yeah, you have France, you have New Zealand, Australia, the United States. It's happening all over the world. Canada inspired yeah. the planet. Um, what are some, I mean, if someone's listening right now that's planning on being a part of that convoy, what would you say to someone that's, that's thinking about being a part of it? Do it. Where, where were you? Where were you when the world finally stood up to this stuff, man? I mean, it's very emotional being down there. And like, we've suffered a long time seeing this stuff happen with very little hope. And, you know, there's no lead, you know, everyone's hoping for like Batman to come in and save us. And, uh, you know, in, in almost like a mm. serendipitous kind of manner, there was no Batman. It was everyone, you know, it was moms and dads and, and brothers, it just, just people. And, uh, you know, we have all the power. We have all the cards. What are they going to do? We're just not going to work anymore. Yeah. What are you going to do? Everyone goes, what are you, are you going to shoot us? Are you going to arrest everybody? Are you going to put, that's not going to make, that's going to make it look worse. And uh, somehow, ironically, somehow accidentally we invented the blueprint, I guess, of, you know, um, how to revolt because, because they want the violence. They want it because that's their justification, right? To say that we're bad people and we did all this. And it's like, listen, we're not hurting anybody. Right. We're not doing anything. We're just not playing anymore. And you can't make us. And what are they going to do? Are they going to try and make us? Then. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna look at, then you're gonna go full total mask off what are you, are you gonna be Saddam Hussein everyone's gonna know exactly what you are and all you're gonna <laughs> do is expedite your own destruction because we outnumber you 50,000 right. to one um, especially like in Canada in the United States any of these countries all these people making these decisions and, and pulling the triggers on these on these policies and these things that are ruining our lives and making everybody miserable you could fit them inside a theater right it's, it's not a you know what I mean it's, it's not and it's, it's them right up there against all of us down here and what happens if we all just stop playing ball? We just stop playing. Um, they can't make us play. You know? And if they try to, that's just going to make yeah. it a hundred times worse. And it's going to, the, the people that are on the couch cheering it on, uh, they kind of want to get involved. Like, yeah, but I got to work. If they start, you know, going real crazy, then nothing else matters at that point. So again, this is uh this is once in a lifetime thing. I never thought anything. I mean, it's absolutely crazy to be down there. The whole world's watching this and, and it's like people I know I'm, I'm seeing people that we've been in touch with uh, for over the last couple of years, like is, you know, the resistance community or whatever. And we're all down there and, and everybody's, you know, collaborating and helping each other. And it's like, uh, I'm, I'm very proud to be, have been, have any small role in this at all. And, um, you know, like I said, I got three kids, man. And, um, it's scary how everything was going. And, um, regardless of what happens, um, I'm, I'm never going to have to live with the shame of, of saying that I was too afraid to do anything, that I was too busy, that wow. I, I cared too much about video games or, uh, you know what I mean? I dropped everything. I'm you know living on the floor here in an air mattress, right? And uh, a bunch of us are. People are wow. living in their cars. It's like, this is, this is it. This is for all the marbles. If we don't, if we don't win here, if we don't try, we got to try, right? And I, I'll never have to, you know, live with the, with the guilt of, of thinking that I didn't, I didn't, couldn't be bothered because there was a hockey game on, you know? So... 
You know, wow. think about that yeah. when you go to sleep at night. Like, if this is what's important to you, you know, and what are you doing, and you know, what, what are your priorities? And uh, it's happening right now, and you're not going to get a second chance. You, you wait too long, life will pass you by. Yeah, that's what. That's what. I mean, that's what me and Jordan have basically said when we have our private conversations about. Like, look, we even though the opposition that we face is half of what fuels us because it makes everybody go, oh, these guys are saying what you shouldn't be able to say. Like, <laughs> I could easily go and do just comedy stuff. I could just go yeah. be funny and not have to do. as much of a freaking, you know, th hand around my throat 24-7 while I'm trying to succeed and stuff knock it. Like, I had 450,000 mm -hmm. TikTok followers, and they just knocked it out. Or yeah. whatever, but I think I got a lot of those TikTok followers because of not only comedy, but because of what I was talking about. But either way, mm -hmm. like it's easier to just comply and go along and do what you want to do. Like if I sold yeah. my soul to the World Economic Forum and said, I'll be your puppet, give me 20 million, and, and they'd probably yeah. be like, We'll train you. And they'd put me through the same stupid school they put yeah. Trudeau's dumbass through. It's like, fast and then I'd food. come out the other side happy, excited, and leading uh, a bunch of people into the gates of hell yeah. for a minute. You know, like yeah, money like ain't worth food. it, dog. Yeah, you'll you'll feel better yeah. for a minute. You know, you j jam those Big Macs into you, right? And you'll be like, "Oh, I feel better now." But then you're gonna feel like garbage for a couple of days. You know, it's uh, it's easy today. You know, everybody wants the quick answers. Well, and easy eventually answers. they'll kill you. Yeah, and, right. And it'll make you sick. And eventually you're gonna you're gonna rot from the inside out because doing the right thing is never. That's the thing, right? People have always thought, you know, just do the right thing. If the right thing was easy to do, everyone would do it. Why don't they do it? Because it's hard. It's always been hard. People get killed yeah. doing the right thing. And how far are you willing to go to do the right thing? That's the way that that's why this world is set up the way that it is. It's just what I believe. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, right. I, I don't particularly subscribe to any particular religion, but I'm not an atheist and I do believe there's a purpose here and why people are here. And that's what this is. This is just a big giant uh, shit test. You know, what kind of person are you? Yeah. This is a bad world with full of bad people. <laughs> and are you going to sit there and ignore it and look the other way and mind your own business and keep your head down? Or are you going to be the person that lays on razor wire? For other people to walk across, so your you know your children can succeed, you know, and that's uh, that's the ultimate no, test. because yeah, it really that's, is that's about the I kids. Respect. It is, and you know, I see them, and I want them to have the life that I had growing up. I don't want them to live in fear and stress and self censor themselves and not go to certain people's homes or not talk to certain people because the government might not like it. You know, you see what's happening in China and, and stuff like that. Like, I don't I don't want that for my kids. And as long as I'm here, I'm going to do everything that I can to prevent that. And, uh, right now it's, uh, using my big dumb mouth <laughs> as much as I can to, and, you know, try to motivate <laughs> people and, and get them, keep them going and keep them fighting. Because if, as long as you believe that you have a chance, you do. If you think you're defeated and it's pointless and you're not even going to try, you've already lost. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jeremy, thank you for, uh, one holding the line out there. I mean, you, you were leading the way with, you know, whether it's five, ten thousand, twenty thousand, fifty thousand people out there in Canada, and what you guys are doing has inspired the entire world. Uh, I think, my, you know, me, me and Ross talk about this all the time too. One of my favorite things about this entire two-year journey is to see the entire world come together um, in a way where yeah. you have Americans talking about Canadian politics, and we're like, Canada, we are with yeah. you. Where just a couple of years ago, Canadians like all these asshole Americans full of themselves. And we're like Not Australians me. think they're yeah. the shit. And they're like, oh, yeah. you Americans. My you know, again, YouTube but video, now it's I, like it's I came out as trans. I said, I'm, I'm actually a trans because I, I was a wanted to be a comedian. Not all, I was just screwing around. I was like, I'm trans. I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm a transnational. I'm an American in a Canadian body. You know, I have a motorcycle. I like guns. I, I don't like the monarchy. You know, it turns out, but they just don't want to accept me for my, my <laughs> identity, for who I am. So, you yeah, know, I love America. I've, I've done a lot of work with them, with, you know, with the, the 
Marines and the berets and stuff down there. And uh, I've always, you guys' history is, is a beautiful awesome. history. It's a beautiful idea. And, uh, you know, the Constitution and everything, I'm like, that's, that's it right there. And, that, and everybody in the world should have that kind of freedom. Yeah. Amen. Well, man, Jeremy, thank you again for, for joining us today. Um, the good news, again, the whole world's being inspired. They tried to shut you guys down. They tried to take away the $10 million. They tried to take away the gas. They, you know, they've, they've, gone, they've gone so... I can't even know what I'm trying to say right now. But with all of that happening, the people rose up. And what ended up happening, the judge said, you know what? They're, give the, the gas back. The judge yeah. said, hey, the honking thing got to, got to stop. Give, send, go. Ten, over $7.6 million yeah. raised since Sunday. Yeah. Um, and they're going yeah. to probably reach $16 million in the next week or two. So Easily. the people are for it. It's not a fringe min- minority. No. It's a majority. Trudeau, you can go freaking kick one and live <laughs> in your ultimate reality. Keep drinking your chocolate cake your cho- <laughs> out of the lake and your ponies and your unicorns and wherever the hell you're living because it's obvious that we are the majority and it's just, it is awesome yeah. to see and awesome to hear. Uh, yeah. Ross, you got any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? No, man. It's good to see so many people finally not able to say that we're all just Nazis on this side because Canadians are doing it and nobody thinks Canadians are Nazis. So thanks not to be thanks, Jeremy, for not being perceived as a Nazi first so that people had to listen to y'all stuff. I really do feel like the politeness of Canadian culture. Honestly, the, the niceness of Canadian culture, the politeness of Canadian culture is making this where you have to drown the puppy. If you want uh, yes. the dogs to die, you have to drown exactly. the puppy in front of everybody. Go ahead and do it, mm-hmm. Trudeau. Go ahead and do yeah. it. You know, because yeah. everybody <laughs> views so good, Canada bro. as the same way. You know, yeah. and it's just like, dog, we know that you guys aren't assholes, but there's not a racist dude up there. Yeah. He came down and here the, probably and, and lives in Texas somewhere. You yeah, know, so like, that, like is, that's what the leftists think, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, like, you drown that puppy, you're going to have some problems. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's the Canadian. Yeah. Because you know? now the, we just want to be, like, the, be polite and get along yeah, with everybody and have a good time, man. But, like, uh, you know, you come over to my house, you get drunk and, you know, push my wife and, you know, puke in my plants and, you know, break some dishes. I'm going to very politely throw you right out the front door into the snowbank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? and we're going to have a smile on our face, go, see you later, bud. And, and that's going to be that. Go home, government. You're drunk. <laughs> You know, and that's going to be that. So thanks yeah. a lot, guys. I appreciate it. It's an honor and a privilege. They are, and, man. Um, Heck I yeah. appreciate it very much. They, they are drunk with power. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're listening, again, don't forget, go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. If you're listening, remember, we don't have any advertisements, so make sure you leave a review if you haven't. Uh, put a share. You know, if, if you're watching this or listening to this on Rumble, Go on your Instagram, sh- tag us all. Make sure you tag myself, Ross the Boss, Raging Dissident as well. Um, uh, real quick, Jeremy, where can people find you on social media? Real easy. RagingDissident.com has uh, everything on there. I, Telegram's my, my favorite go-to Boom. right now. Instagram, YouTube, Odyssey, Entropy. I, I have been, normally I do my podcast Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. But again, it's you know it's, just, it's the Freedom Super Bowl down here right now. So I'm f- fully committed full-time to this right now. <laughs> you know, I take some time out to do stuff like this when I, when I get a minute. But I'll be going back downtown here again shortly to awesome. continue, the, uh, continue the siege. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. All right, guys. Well, listen, we'll be back next week uh, with another guest and we will see you guys later.